everybody. Welcome to our first edition of a new show here with me and my friend Bill Dolan called Flight School. We're super, super excited to help you. One, we wanted to help to not just land the plane, but actually on the ground, be grounded with what you're doing so that we can take off and have a much better flight, a much better experience in life. So I, I can't imagine doing that uh, type of thing at all with anybody else than the guy that's over here. I actually pointed it the right way. You have to think opposite when you point oh. your finger. It's Bill Dolan. What's up, Bill? Yeah. How are you today? I'm just, I'm still staggered by the fact that you could point the finger the right way. I, I can't believe it. First wait, try. Wait, wait, wait. You're that way to me. Unless yes, there you go. So it's crazy. <laughs> either way. No, I'm delighted to be here. And it's interesting, for as long as I've known you, Matt, how much our work is aligned in that mm -hmm. idea of being able to help people, organizations, get to the core of why they're here, how they can do what they do better, to do it in, in such a way that makes a profound difference, not only in their own lives, the lives of their families, the lives of their employees, their team, but to really impact the world. And that might sound grand, and I say things about changing the world, but I, I can tell you from my background and my experience and the things that I've, I've been blessed to, to have happen in my life, it's possible. And totally. every human being Every human being has intense value and the capacity to change the world. And that's the part that I'm really excited to, to dig in with you and to give people tools as we discuss and kind of update on where things are so we can move people along and really make progress in that direction. Oh, I agree. So much fun. I mean, obviously, I know what we've got laying behind the scenes for folks to get to get a hold of today. Uh, and, and as we go down the road, I mean, we've got some... I hate to use this word because it's so played out, but it's true. We've got some incredible value with the things that we're about to share with folks um, because, heck, we want to. We want to see people succeed. And in the world we're living in right now, oh, everybody talks about it, it's for sure, but it's reality. Things aren't the way they used to be. They never will. So whatever we're going to should be better not worse. So why not find opportunities to be able to find ways that you can make those things better? So for me, I'm thinking is we're, if we're in training at flight school today and we're, we're in the hangar hanging out and uh, classes in session, uh, you know, one of the first things we have to really figure out about doing anything is, you know, what, what do I do? I'm here, but what, what's my purpose? What's my goal? What's my vision? What's my purpose? Right? All these things you think about because we have passions, we have desires, um, but that doesn't always necessarily mean that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, you know, for example, you know, I used to own a, I used to own a big car wash and I had a big detail shop and auto place all that stuff. And I always had, I had employees all the time, but all the employees there seemed to think if they were really good, then they could do better and open their own business. But what really happens is just because you might know how to clean a car doesn't mean you know how to run a business or even know where it's supposed to go. Right. Especially without the right training. So, you know, to be able to put all those things together is so vitally important. So just because you're passionate about something, or might be actually good at something, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to get to where you want to go. And I'm hoping with the tools we have to show today and throughout our other episodes we're going to be doing here at Flight School, it will empower people to, to um, you know, have those tools and actually employ them in their own lives. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and one of the things we're talking about before the show is that both of us have experienced major transformations in our life. Uh, obviously, with the medical issues you've had in your life, the business issues you've experienced in your life, in my case, my death. <laughs> it, yeah, you I, know. Mean, I mean, y'all, hang on, folks. Y'all can't top this. Hang on. Bill yeah. died. Yeah. But and, he's and, here. <laughs> but I'm here. And I'm back. 
So having a death experience and having the things you experience, and um, they transform you and they realign you. Because what happens is like it shakes the tree of your belief system and says, what really matters? Yeah. What really is intact? And what's just the decoration that we've allowed ourselves and society to attach to it? You know, so my hope is, is that within the half hour, each one of these programs is going to be less than a half hour. We want to be able to give you a nugget that you can apply. And for some people say, boom, you've got it together. We're ready. We're rocking. We're firing on all cylinders. Good. I hope that this will be a great validation for you to say, yes, this is exactly where we need to be. For some people, it needs just a little tweaking, a little realignment. For some people, you go, what the crud is going on? Yeah, yeah. Because our world is shaking. Our world is changing. And even if it weren't for all the other things, biologically, sociologically, economically, politically, that's going on in our world, our world and our lives are always going to be subject to change. And it's going to give us the opportunity to get anchored, finally. Absolutely anchored in in where you are your unique calling your unique gifting and so i think what we we talk about today is is really one of the first chapters of my book uh which is seven disciplines the seven dr seven drm.com fantastic is, book y'all go get it is uh the first discipline has to do with mission and one of the things that i teach is what i call is the five pillars of creating a mission manifesto but that first piece, and that's what we're talking about, is mission. So here is here's one of the worksheets uh, from 7drm.com. We walk through purpose. We lead to missions. We lead to vision and values and goals. But really, what if you're fine with this, man, uh, still, I, I'd like to really focus on the purpose side of it. And one yeah. of the tools that we put on at 7drm.com that you can download is this idea of understanding your purpose. Now, um, if you're like most of us, you've been one of those people who say, oh God, show me my purpose. Show me the map. Where am I supposed to go? Give me the and, big grand picture, please. Just what's the end? Yeah. <laughs> big, yeah. I want, I want clarity. We want clarity. The truth is, and one of the reasons I think that this season is difficult is because we want control. We realize we don't have control. We want to know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We want to have our ducks in a row. Looks like our ducks are scattering and running like crazy right now. You know, <laughs> we got some ducks and we're hanging on as fast and as hard as we can. But the idea is so foreign to the world that we want control of that instead of getting that perfect map, there is a compass. And I believe it's a divine compass. You know, so Matt, if you don't mind sticking up the, the authentic purpose compass, let me walk walk us through that first piece. And for example, a lot of people have heard, okay, if you just find your, your passion, you'll never have to work a day in our life, right? right. <laughs> I've, I've heard that many a times. And, and I love it. It's so enthusiastic. I mean, people- I like, get oh, what they mean. I get what they mean. But here's the, here comes the big but. <laughs> it, it, it is a big but. Here's the deal. There are, the reason there's three elements here, because you know people- who've had passions for which they don't have confidence. Right. And that's one of the great challenges of saying that if you do passion, you'll never have to work another day in your life because there are some people that have a passion. I'll give you, I'll give you an example for like in my industry, in the television and the entertainment marketing space, you know, to be in the television, like what I 
what I do. In fact, I just did yesterday. I'm directing a live show. It's like playing a video game that the world gets to watch. If you're cutting cameras and rolling in pieces and doing all these pieces and music plays and all. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. That <laughs> I, I can tell you that I've worked for 30 years in that field to get me to the place I am today. But I can also say that I, I actually started out with some gifting. Now, I also wanted to play basketball and be an athlete and do those things. Well, guess what? I didn't have that gifting. <laughs> you know, uh, I won't tell you. Uh, I will just say that I'm vertically challenged, <laughs> and so I would be like the freak show of the NBA if I actually got on a floor with these guys. I've actually, like, and here is Bill Dolan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's down there somewhere, about the level of the shorts of the rest of these guys. So that is the thing is that I found a passion, but then I also discovered an aptitude. And I had an aptitude for this. And so that's what I want to encourage people is recognize your passion. And part of the worksheet, and you can download it from 7drm.com, is that you want to make a list of those passions. What are those things that really stir me, stir my heart? I often say, what will get you up in the morning? You know, mm -hmm. what will really stir you? And I have this kind of flow chart that even if you're not sure your passion, start with your interests. I'm interested in this. I'd like to do this. Let me go here. Then write down those passions. Narrow them down to that stuff that you could work at and work all night and not even notice that the clock was moving and just go, oh my gosh. That kind of thing that that you get up in the morning and you giddy that you get to do that day. Or yeah. before you go to bed at night, you're thinking about, or when you're in the shower, you're thinking about. Now, some of us are worried in the shower, thinking, oh, what about this? But those passions are the things that stir you in a healthy way. And from those lists of passions, that's the next gift. Look at the aptitude piece of it. Am I good at this? Can I be good at this? Do I have the, the gifting that could help me really flourish in this? And the story I tell when I'm teaching this, I, I, I get to be a guest lecturer at a lot of college classes. And usually the, the teachers are like, oh, my gosh, you've got to do the, the compass talk again. And <laughs> usually after I do the compass talk, there's a number of people in the class that change their majors. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I'm like really popular. Yeah, like, you're the nice guy. And the parents are yeah. like, what is, who is this Bill guy? <laughs> like, Rod, we just got the loan things. So let me think about, about, about the gifting part of it and the aptitude. When you were a little kid, there's probably a really good chance that you start discovering things that you might be good at. Now, a lot of us can be self-sabotaging. Oh, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. But listen to the things that parents said or uncle said or cousin said or your teacher said. And not in a patronizing way like, oh, no, you're really nice, Billy. You know, you should do that. No, no. There's a lot of stuff that people say in a very patronizing, encouraging way and give you the trophy for showing up type of thing. But there's things, for example, I remember one of my best friends, Chris, and he was one of those hand pencil sketch guys. And I remember from the time third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, you know, if there was an art project and someone said drew a horse and I would have like, you know, four sticks for legs and a ball for a head and a board. <laughs> like, what is that? You know, he would draw this beautiful with muscle structures, even as a little kid and realize, boy. He has an aptitude for this type of art. 
And then, of course, there was Yvonne, one of the girls I had a crush on. Turns out she had a gifting for piano and music. Fortunately, I did too. So I went to the convent and took music <laughs> with her. But then there was, a, you know, the athletic kids. They're just natural athletes. And part of it, they're just naturally competitive. Um, and then there was a the math kids. I remember the math kids. I Those remember. math kids. Oh. I, I couldn't relate to the math kids. Because they just thought systematically so beautifully and were so far ahead of me in the way that they could manage math and then all the other variations of it. So you were probably one of those kids. And as you've gotten older, you've figured some of those things out. So when you think about that chart, it says, what are my passions? The next thing is to write down those aptitudes and look for an alignment. Now, here's a, a word of warning. There's a lot of folks that are going to look at your aptitude and say, oh, you're, you're good at plumbing or you're good at math or you should be an accountant or whatever like that. Here's one of the dangers. The same way you can have passions without aptitudes. Mm-hmm, yes. You can have aptitudes without passions. And if you have a passion for which you have no aptitude, we call that a hobby. <laughs> And it should be a hobby. Enjoy right. it, savor it, celebrate it. You're right. There's nothing wrong with not enjoying it. You're right. Right. This is not going to be the way you make a living because it's going to be very difficult. But there's another danger. If you have are working in an aptitude for which you have no passion, that's called a job. <laughs> that's all it is. It's a job. And you can decide, uh, people from, I'm, you know, I'm not a kid. I'm an older gentleman from my generation, you know. Getting a job was job one. You know what Bill's trying to say is back when I was a kid. <laughs> back when I was a kid. <laughs> so you know all that stuff about uh, you know get this and you've got to do this. In fact, if if I followed the advice of my family, I'd be a meat cutter today. Amazing. I worked my summer job was working in a meat packing plant. And I was actually good at it because I learned hard work. So I was a hard worker. So they saw somebody that I could pump bacon and do hams. And I worked in the pork department of this, this, this meatpacking plant. And I was a hard worker. So they thought, oh, you have an aptitude for it. And, and with all due respect to all the meat cutters in the world, I hated it. Right. I did it because... I was disciplined. I wanted to earn money for college. And I had family pressures, you know, like you're going to show up. I didn't want to embarrass my family. You know, so there was a lot of things going on there. But it turned out that I have an aptitude, zero passion. Is that why you became a director? Because you like to say cut all the time? <laughs> Whoa, Thank you. Thank you. Thank it's, you a short, it's a short show, folks. Short show. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just lost a few. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was your your parents or somebody out there like what i'm done probably, with yeah no, no, no. Be a meat cutter i told him to be a meat cutter yeah. he failed me <laughs> yeah you know, wouldn't be the first time i heard that <laughs> so so you see where this authentic purpose compass is coming because there's another one on the chart that goes from the interest that you get clarity on passions get clarity on your aptitudes you start lining those things up and then you start looking at experience you see that that line that piece there, because 
a lot of people say, oh, I wasted my life or I wasted that year. That's whatever. I personally believe that every minute of your life can be redeemed. Every minute of your life can have purpose and can value. It has an insight. It has a lesson. It might not be exactly the way you want it, but there's value there that you can use. And when you go back and you start reflecting these experiences, even going back to when you were a kid, when you were in high school, when you were in college, where you started your first job, wherever you are in your career right now, you can look at a series of experiences that start to validate that, wow, I really was happy when I did this. And you know what? I was really good at this. And when you start listing out those experiences, it becomes that last filter to get you into maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four pieces that you can say, you know what? I now have a sense. Again, it's a compass. It's not a map. But I got some direction about what my purpose is because what it does is it shows through whether, you know, the divine life experience and all these contextual and environmental things that you, you've experienced. Wow, there's a picture here. Yeah, There really is a needle that's saying, guess what? This is a place for you. You've been uh, designed for this. You would work perfectly in this. Or with a little bit more fine-tuning, you could be great at this. And so I'll leave it at that, but I encourage anybody watching this, download that tool, go through that exercise, honor that process. And I, and I do pray for some of you, it'll be validating. You go, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly, it's like going back and, and, and actually doing the equation that led to your conclusion. Right, right. Some of you, you might be at the front where you need to get those pieces together to find what the what the sum of these parts of your life mean. Oh, absolutely. What a fantastic way to come into our first first session, first lesson here at Flight School today and really digging into I mean we hear so many keywords and phrases out there which are, you know, a lot of them are pretty cool, but you know, we're just getting into the to the dirt, to the ground level, right? To be grounded, you know, for me I, I feel like for me that's faith. You know, there's a couple of areas there with faith is, you know, the evidence of something you don't see, something you can't touch or feel, but you believe it's there. That's faith kind of thing. So it's also that you believe in something bigger than yourself, something that will work, something sustainable, something that you believe is going to gonna be there, right? It's concrete foundation of something, right? So uh, to come back to those places and find that concrete foundation, uh, it gives you permission to launch into that dream. Right, because it it may be something you've been feeling like all your life. I really want to do this, but I've been a meat cutter all this time, and I I I'm good at it. They love me. I'm good at work, but I really just wanna I really want to be an astronaut or something. I don't know, whatever that might be. Right? Um, there's nothing wrong with pursuing those things, because uh, what you alluded to a moment ago with about the job, there is a huge huge difference between a job and a call. You know, a, a call is. No matter what, it's just this magnetic pull into this thing, whatever it's supposed to be. You're going to go there. It's just it's a call you have in your life, and you can't do anything else but. Job, you punch the ticket, you, you take care of the family, um, you have a decent life. But at the end of the day, you're like, man, I can go back in time. I wish I really would have. Okay, well, then let's come back to that. There's no reason why you can't. And here's the other thing, folks. It doesn't matter how old you are. 
there are some there are some things out there that would try to deter you. And the first thing people would say is you're too old for this. I don't agree. I don't agree at all. I think there's people even in the world of entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurism, that's a word um, that could redefine themselves at at 40, 50, 60 years old. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was um, it was the colonel that started KFC at 65 years old. I mean, he was owning gas stations and stuff and all kinds of other stuff. He was salesman street, you know, door to door kind of thing. And then finally he opens up this place because he had some great chicken at his gas station and decided to open up one. And then he thought, hey, man, here we go. 65. <laughs> That's pretty decent. So anything's possible, right? I think I think anything is possible. Uh, and that's what I hope that people get from this. And, and in fact, as we as we wrap up this particular segment, what I want to do is is actually tease the next show because Matt has this incredible tools. We start during the ground school phase of flight school is getting that anchored piece. And I love your principle of the five years. And so next week. I'm really excited to have you explain about the that moving through the gears and what it means to go from unconscious competence to conscious competence. And I mean, this is going to be exciting. I well, it's really not even just coming from unconscious competence. It's coming. It's coming from the place of having a conscious competence of your unconscious competence. So that's what the fifth gear is. When we engage that, it's going to be pretty fun, right? It's a lot of tongue twisters, a lot of like, what did he just say? But uh, we'll have it spelled out pretty easily. And it's uh, it's pretty, pretty darn exciting. And part of a new movement that we've launched uh, about a week ago called Be the Difference 2020. We'll talk more about that as well. But uh, it's been it's been fantastic to, to dig into some of these things, all, all in place with what we're talking here about today for you out there because we want you to be able to feel empowered. We want you to experience some things here in the show that are going to be uh, note taken, uh, goose bump raisin, fun kind of, wow, I didn't know that stuff um, so that it can be a blessing to you. So it can be a blessing to other people. Yeah. And I just say, and this is the way I probably want to close every show is that after I had my death experience, I learned that each one of us, has a divine purpose, has yeah. a unique calling that is unique to each one of us. And one of the biggest challenges, we don't always know what that is. We don't understand how to get there. That's what this program, this series is going to be about, is getting you there. Because your life has meaning. Your life has value. And I truly believe in my heart that you are here right now. If you took this breath today, it was a gift. And now it's to discover how that gift will be used to be a gift to others and change the world. Absolutely. We can do it. It's one person at a time. Obviously we can't just go out there and wave a magic wand and everything's fixed, but um, we sure can make it a better place and yeah. for it to be a better place in your own heart first, man, how amazing is that? And for those of you that are listening today, there's probably many of you that are a bit frustrated with things in your life. Uh, some of you won't admit it because it's embarrassing to admit sometimes um, so maybe some of the things we're going to share with you in this series, in this show called Flight School, uh, maybe some of those places that we can help expose the I don't want to tell anybody parts about. And then you just make some changes, make some adjustments and, uh, and well, to coin a phrase, flip the script on that thinking 
and kind of move into a different direction with your life, which is going to help you when you're taking off in your uh, in your call in your life. That's just what we're all about here at Flight School. Yeah. So I think we'll put a bow on today's show. Uh, Matt, is there a way if someone wants to get in touch with you, is it is it good to just DM you or what would be the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, DMs are good. Um, sometimes that gets bogged down a lot at LinkedIn. Um, I try my best to get to all of them. So, but it is the best way uh, through social media to get a hold of me is through LinkedIn DM or just visit me at my website at mattcrump.tv. And mm-hmm. I've got uh, I've got a contact form there too. Pretty simple. Yeah, and if you want to if you want to bypass the DM, you can always email me direct, and that is Bill B I L L at SpiritMedia.com. And uh, that too can get bogged down, but we'll do everything we can to get back to you. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, hopes, fears, dreams, we're here to be here for you. Yeah, absolutely. And one time, one more time, just a little recap on what we talked about today with the compass, um, your authentic purpose and the tools you share there with passion, aptitude and experience. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's so much to be able to share in a short show. But again, if you have questions about that or want to dig into it, or if you actually, uh, if you're on social media and you're watching this video and you want to make a comment below, um, do that. We'll get back to you with anything we possibly can. Um, if it's too personal, um, then you can just, as you, as we mentioned earlier, just reach out to us through uh, through contact, through DM or email. We'll be happy to uh, to reach back out to you. Matter of fact, I should probably just create an email for the show. It'll probably be easier to do. I might do that down the road. Um, I think I have one, but I'll double check. For now, DM us or <laughs> reach on billetspiritmedia.com or me at mattcrump.tv. And uh, we'd be happy, happy, happy to serve you. Thank you to my co-pilot, Mr. Bill Dolanart, over there. Over there, Bill Dolan. Appreciate you being here. Over there. There. Let's see. Watch this. We'll figure, we'll figure that part out. Hi, Bill. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, in, different, <laughs> we're, in, different, we're in different boxes. We're yeah. bad. We're oh, bad. All right, yeah. y'all. We'll see you the next time. We're here Mondays at 1030 a.m. Eastern, 730 a.m. Ooh, early, early time over in his world. 7.30 a.m. Pacific, and if there's other times than that, Google it. But that's where we're at. All right, we'll see you hopefully again next week. God bless you. Thanks for being here.